Hey everybody, this is John Wilds with CWL Music, and I have some great news to share with you. Our very first Christmas album is releasing soon, and the first single, Christ is Born, is available right now on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and all other digital outlets. Download it right now. Saturday, I will be officially 60 years old. And I feel like I'm every bit of 65. Praise God. Praise God. To Pastor Don and Pastor Jim in their absence. Pastor Josh, God bless your heart. Was that your little girl dancing? I almost got down and started dancing with it. That's how you train up a child. To Pastor John and his lovely wife, God bless every one of you in your perspective places. Grab hands with the person next to you as I become an old Pentecostal preacher. You all have danced so much, I'm tired. But what a beautiful worship. What wonderful, wonderful fellowship in a house with everybody praising my God. The same God. Dancing, singing, clapping, playing, jumping, leaping, crying, all in one room, worshiping the same God. There's only one God you know. There is only one God you do know. Jesus said, I am the way, not a way. I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man can come to the Father but by me. So, Father, even as we come together to hear your word in this sanctuary, Lord God, in this place that has been hallowed for your glory, I pray that every believer would be increased. Every believer would grow. Every believer would be charged. Every believer would be sanctified. Every believer would be enlarged. Every believer would be given something that would launch them into their purpose. Father, we thank you for the Raelis. We praise you for the ministry and leadership here. Now, God, let the same anointing fall upon me, that your name might be lifted high in this house. In the mighty, mighty name of Jesus. Satan, you are defeated. God is glorified. Let go of that hand and give God the greatest praise of the night. Give him the greatest praise on purpose. Give him the greatest praise of the night. The greatest praise. Is that the greatest praise? Give him the greatest praise of the night. Hug that person on both sides of you and love on them and tell them you're glad that they're here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am not going to be long. I am not going to be Hallelujah. I'm not going to be long. Hallelujah, for the Lord God Almighty reigns. So I sing hallelujah. I sing to the Lord hallelujah, for the Lord God Almighty reigns. I sing to Jesus, hallelujah, holy, holy, are you Lord God almighty, worthy is the Lord. 
you so much for listening. Worthy is the life. You are holy. We hope you enjoyed oh, yes, this message. Holy. Are you Lord God? Oh my. Worthy is the to go into the book of Habakkuk. Now, I'm going to be every bit of a Pentecostal preacher. I'm dressed a little younger than I usually dress when I preach. and never try to preach in dungarees. That's for the older people. Some of the young people saying, what are dumb girls? <laughs> Jeans. <laughs> but I, I want to keep the theme of tonight. I want to keep the theme of tonight because ever since I walked in the door, there's been a praise going on. Ever since I came to my seat, there has been an unending praise going on. From people that were laying out in the front, dancing in the front, to the little baby that was dancing, to people all the way in the back with their hands raised. It has been a theme of worship, a theme of praise. But every praise does not come from a pretty place. Every praise does not come from a hallelujah place. Every praise does not come from everything is all right between me and God. Every praise doesn't come because all things are well and every need is met. Every praise does not come because your body is all healed and, and because you have all of the resources that you need. That's not what I experienced in here. I experienced something called a yet praise in here. For those of you that don't understand, a yet praise is a praise that while I'm yet suffering, I still make a choice. While I'm yet wondering how I'm going to get through, I've made a choice. While I'm still in pain in my body, I've made a choice. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. There, there is a praise of maturity that Christians that have been in the presence of God can offer to God no matter where they are. There's a type of praise that doesn't have to have a pretty environment or situation. There's a type of praise that comes because you know God. Simply because you know God. And in the book of Habakkuk, in the book of Habakkuk, the third chapter, about the 17th verse. Get it on the screen for me so I can read it because uh, I don't have my glasses. And there it is. It says... Although the fig tree may not blossom, nor fruit be in the vines for me, though the labor of the olive may fail and the fields yield no food, though the flock may be cut off from the fold and there be no herds in the stall, I will rejoice, yet will I rejoice in the Lord, and I will joy in the God of my salvation. And I'm going to stop there, I don't have a pretty theme, I'm not one of those preachers, and you're not going to hear out of me at all tonight. But when I read this, when I read this, it interested me because in our Christendom today, there are a lot of trains of thought that, 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 that cross the pulpit, cross the airwaves. And, and, and some of us are made to think that our life is supposed to be prosperous in every aspect and we're supposed to be in you know, prosperity and, 
and, and, and that, you know, you're supposed to rub the Bible three times and, and God will do whatever you say do. Like Jesus is the genie in the lamp. And takes away the true reality of our experience. Hey, we are human beings in a relationship with the divine God. Now, I really want to get, I want to drive that point home. We are human beings in a relationship with the divine God. And our human experience vacillates. Our human experience goes from highs to lows. Our human experience is replete with emotion. We have good days, bad days, days where you don't want people to talk to you, days where it's good for folk not to talk to you. Amen. We have real life experiences. And I've always gotten kind of frustrated with the notion that we're supposed to expect everything to be right. Everything will become right, but everything we go through is not always a good experience. And I know, I know, no, no, no. When we come into here, when we come into Calvary, we come in with our praise on. We, we, we come in with our dance and our praise and our worship, but that may not really reflect what we're going through. We've got our tongues, we've got our songs, we've got our anointing, but it doesn't really reflect what we came in here from, what we left undone, what we left laying at the front door of this church and what we gotta deal with as soon as we leave the sanctuary. Some people come to church for escapism because they they've got to get in the presence of God before they kill somebody. Oh, church is a good place. It has saved a many person's lives through salvation and also saved them from homicide. You know, it is, and it, we, we act like it's some strange thing when we go through our situations. But the only thing is, you know, we become disappointed when it doesn't play out as pretty as some preachers made it to seem. Hallelujah. You know, put a praise and put a praise on it. It is not always something that comes by osmosis. And it's not something that wells up in our spirit at all times. We have got to make it a point to praise God. In spite and despite what we're going through, we've got to make it a conscious choice. The Bible said it like this. David said, I will bless the Lord. I will bless the Lord at, at all times. So, and that first, those two first words, I will. And it didn't say I shall, it said I will. My will is my conscious choice. So I've got to choose to bless God at all times, no matter how high I am or how low I am, I've got to make a choice to bless God at all times and have his praise continually be in my mouth. I think I may go happy before I'm finished and have and his praise continually be in my mouth. I've got to make myself, will myself, make a conscious choice to do so. I've got to replace my complaint with praise. I've got to take, in order to praise God, you've got to take your attention off of what you're dealing with and turn your attention toward God. I will look unto the hills from which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord. I've got to take my attention off of the things I'm struggling with and put it on the God that is the remedy for every situation I'm going through. Somebody give God praise right now. I've got to, I've got, I've got to make a choice. I've got to choose to either lament and, and, and pine over the situations that are going on in my life I've got to see the God of my situations proving me through this and allowing it to happen so that I can grow because nothing happens without God's permission. I don't hear anybody. 
Nothing happened. And God allows us to go through some things just to get the complaint out of us and the praise from us. Sometimes God doesn't take the thorn out of your flesh. He leaves it there so you can continue to lean on him. Sometimes God doesn't calm the storm until you cry out to him. I don't hear anybody. Sometimes God allows the wind to blow and the, the rain to fall and lightning to flash and the thunder to roll and the waves to crash seemingly to take you under until you get up enough faith to say, God, if this be you, bid me to come to you on the waves. Bid me to come to you with the wind. Bid me to come to you with the rain. Bid me to come to you with the thunder. Bid me to come to you with the lightning. Bid me to come to you so that my situations don't stop me from seeing God. And I wait on God in my storm. Oh, God help me. And I wait on God in my storm to send me just one word come on and no matter what i'm dealing with if he says come i can come no matter what's going on if he says come i jump off the boat i stand in the storm and i don't stand on the water i stand on his word and i praise him. and i praise him the storm doesn't have to cease for me to praise him the wind doesn't have to stop blowing for me to praise him. The thunder doesn't have to stop rolling. Do I have any real worshipers here? I'm sorry, I'm screaming. But I'm talking to some mature Christians. And I'm talking to some Christians that need to mature. The writer says, even if the fig tree doesn't blossom, even if everything is not pristine, even if everything is not producing, if there be no fruit in the vine, if the labor of the olive fails, if the flock be cut off from the fold, if there be no herds in the stall, if everything seems to be challenged, I have matured in God enough to raise my hands with no fig, to raise my hand with no oxen, to raise my hand, I don't hear anybody, with no oil, to raise my hands and to rejoice and bless God and give God the praise even in the face of my dilemma. My praise is not based on what I have. My praise is based on who I have. And he is always God. He is always God. He is always God. He is always God. So no matter where I am, on top of the mountain, I will praise him. But even if I walk through the valley and the shadow of death, I'm about to go cold, you're going, right? Even if I walk through the valley, the cut toe, because you have to understand my mature Christian. The path of righteousness is not always pretty. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. No matter how bad it gets, I shall not want. Even if I don't have it right now, it's coming. I shall not want. God's not going to leave me in this dilemma. I shall not want. Keep your eyes on me. I shall not want. Look at your neighbor and say, watch my God work. I shall not want. <laughs> Look at somebody next to you and say, hey, watch my God work. That's a message all by itself. Watch my God. God, give me strength because I'm about to dance myself. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Doesn't mean I'm not going to go through, but it means he's going to come through. 
He makes me lie down in green pastures. Look at my God. He leadeth me beside the still water. He's got to take me to the still water because sheep are skittish. And if the water is choppy, the sheep won't drink. So he has to take me to the still water. And he restores my soul. He fixes my emotions. He fixes my mind. He takes away the stress and he, he gives the peace. And he leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his namesake. That sounds real good. But you got to take note of where the path leads. It's the path of righteousness. But there are some turns and some, and there's some, there's some paths that, that, that you're not prepared for. Because you just, you're used to the still water. And you're used to the green pasture. But the path of righteousness goes from that place of peace and starts going downward. And God says, hold my hand. But where are we going? Just stick with me. But it's getting kind of dark. Just stick with me. Uh, wait a minute, it's getting a little cool. Just stick with me. I, I, I hear the wolves howling. Just stick with me. And he takes you down the path of righteousness. But that path of righteousness may lead you into a valley. Before you get to the top of the mountain, you must go through a valley. Every mountain starts at a valley's end. I don't hear anybody here. You can't get to the top of the mountain you can't skip the valley experience. I'm trying to help you. And some of you, you're not going through a satanic attack. You're just going through a valley experience. Some of you, it's not demonic. It's just a valley experience. I don't hear anybody here. Satan doesn't have the power to do this. This is God at work. And God is taking you on a valley. Oh, somebody hit your neighbor's eye. I think he's talking about me. He's taking you on a valley experience. Everything that you have is being tried. It's a valley experience. The foundation is being shaken. It's a valley experience. The diagnosis is not positive. It is a valley experience. Your finances are being troubled. It is a valley experience. But get this, no matter what you're going through, he said, do not fear any evil because I am with you. yourself where you are I am <laughs> come on down it's a valley full of shadows and it's a valley of death but don't fear because I'm not going to let nothing happen to you I won't allow anything to I'm standing here on purpose and I've got a rod and I've got a staff. You don't have to worry about the darkness and you don't have to worry about the howling and you don't have to worry about the enemy. I've got a rod and I've got a staff. Why do you have a staff? Because when the sheep hear the howling of the wolves, they want to run. And if they leave the shepherd, they're in danger. So the staff has a hook on it. So when the sheep gets skittish and tries to run away from the terror, he reaches out with the staff and grabs him around the neck and pulls him back to the side. Because the one thing you don't want is the enemy to see you run. You don't want the enemy to see you fear. 
You don't want the enemy to see you vulnerable. If God is on your side, I don't hear anybody here. If God is on your side, what can man do to you? I don't hear you in this building. There's not a man on this earth that's strong enough. There's not a demon that's fallen from heaven that's powerful enough. There's not a Satan that's mighty enough to deal with even the youngest. I don't hear anybody to deal with the youngest lamb because all you got to do is call the name. That's all you got to call. And at the name of Jesus, demons tremble. Somebody call that name. Somebody call that name. Shake the foundation of hell. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. There are many people in this room that have had the staff extended and pulled you back. You wanted to run away from your situation. You wanted to hightail it out of your problem. You wanted to throw in the towel in your dilemma. But God said, it's not the time to run. It's the time to stand. Stay right by me. Because I got something for your enemy. It's called a rock. You, you ain't never seen a beating like God gives to your enemy. You never seen a beating like God does to the one that's against you. He's got a rock. And when the wolf comes, and when the enemy comes, when the wicked, even my enemy and my foe, came upon me to eat of my flesh, God stuck out his rod and they stumped and they fell. God's got a rod. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. God beats back the enemy. There's so many things that never made it to you because God beat it down before it got to you. Who am I talking about here? Thy rod and your staff make me comfortable. Comfort me. When I see your rod, I get comfortable. You got my back. You pull me with your staff, I'm comfortable. I'm in your presence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And then you do something really strange. In this valley, on the path of righteousness, under the shadow of death, with my enemies looming and their ferocity raised up and them ready to pounce. You put out the good linen. You put out the fine crystal and you put out the silver and gold way. You bring a feast into the valley. Meaning that I don't have to leave the valley for God to show up and to show off. God does not just show off in your mountain experience. God shows off best in your valley experience. Good God help me get through this. God wants you to get comfortable in your own valley, in the darkness, with the enemy, with the shadow of death. Here, I'm preparing your feast. Right where your struggle is, I'm preparing your feast. Right where your problem is, I'm turning it into a banquet. I will cause your enemies that see you in this situation scratch their head and wonder how in the world are you getting through all this hell I'm putting you through.
and you can look at your enemy and say hey if it had not been for the Lord and somebody just got a breakthrough if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side somebody just stepped somebody just took a step over your enemy about me I don't care what people post about me I don't care what people say about me the problem is they're looking at me your enemy is looking at you if you weren't so important they wouldn't pay you attention but your enemy is envious of how God takes care of you So I tell my enemy, keep your eye on me. Because if you think I did something now, wait till tomorrow. I will be even more vile. I will be even more indignant. I will even be more, more purposeful in my praise. Do I have any purposeful praises? I'm not playing. He prepares a table in the presence of my enemy, poverty. My enemy, poverty. God puts a provision. My enemy, sickness. God puts a provision. My enemy, depression. God puts a provision. He prepares a table in the presence of my enemy. Y'all don't hear what I'm saying. And then after all the enemy is salivating because they can't have the feast I'm having. Your enemy is salivating because they can't have the provision that God has given you. Y'all missed that. I know why people get angry with me. Because they don't have the blessings I have. Oh, you just boasting, daddy. You just, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear and be glad. I'm trying to get finished right now. You got you to understand. Your enemy got a problem with you. You think you something. No, I don't think anymore. I know I'm something. I am so fearfully and wonderfully made. That I can find God even in my struggle. I can see Jesus even in my situation. He prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. And then he does something really peculiar. After I finish eating and drinking, he takes a bottle of oil. The anointing. Oil represents the anointing. He anoints my head with oil in front of my enemy in the valley of death. No matter how bad you're struggling, you're still anointed. No matter what you're going through, you're still anointed. No matter what's looming over you, you are still. Look at somebody say, hey, 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 I'm still anointed. I am still, he anoints my head with oil till my cup run it. Now, till my cup gets so full that it runs over in the valley, in the shadow of death, in front of my enemies, my cup running 
over. You better look at somebody and say, I'm in the overflow. I'm in the overflow. <laughs> My cup is running over so much that I'm blessed. And it's running over so much that my children are blessed. And it's running over so much my children's children are blessed. And it's running so much that it's going up with my mama's blessed. And it's going up with to my grandparents. I don't care about generational curses. I'm dealing with generational blessings. do Donnie I just showed you that the figs don't have to blossom you can be in a period of challenge but that period is not a permanent place don't feel like you are behind schedule because God is putting you to the test. Don't feel like because you're in a cycle right now that you're out of sync with God. No, no, no. The this 18th verse says, yet will I rejoice. That word rejoice Rejoice, rejoice, to have joy again. He didn't say, yet will I joy. He said, yet will I rejoice, meaning I will find joy again, even in this situation. Please hear me. Please hear me. All the preaching prowess aside right now. I will find joy again, no matter what I'm dealing with. I will find joy again, no matter how bad the situation looks. I will find joy in this maelstrom, in this, in, in this chaotic situation. I will find joy again. Even if there are no ox in the stalls, I will joy again. For all of this is just temporary. My God will come through as he has before. You made a way when our backs were against the wall and it looked as if it was over. You made a way so now we're standing here only because you made a way. You made a way. Oh, when our backs were against the wall and it looked as if it was over. Now we're standing here only because you made, you moved mountains, 
caused walls to fall with your power performed me because there is nothing that's impossible and we're standing in Calvary only Cause my walls to fall With your power You always show up You perform miracles There is nothing, Lord God That's impossible And with some of you in this room that you don't have everything that you need right now but what you do have is faith faith that causes you to praise in problems faith that causes you to worship and not worry faith not fear and your praise is going to cause God to come through because he will never leave you there although the fig tree didn't blossom well it just wasn't its season right now but that that season of bloom is coming right back around the corner if you can just hold on if you can just believe there'll be a birthing period where your stalls will be filled again but you gotta wait until the birthing period but it will surely come because God takes care of his children. I must, I must end. But all of those that are in, all of those that are in the in-between time, in the meantime, sometimes the times are mean. In the meantime and in-between time, and you're holding on and you're praying for your family that seems to be losing their mind that son that doesn't want to hear and, and, it's, and it's draining you but it's not taking away your praise dealing with your situations in your health and your body and your finances and your and in your jobs and in your mind with depression i just came through a depression just a month and a half ago that made me say god take me home the preacher had to sit in the car and cry until God talked to me. Let me understand you're feeling what other people feel. Now what you do is what you will preach to others. And I had to bless God. I had to bless God with tears of pain. I had to praise God with a heart that wanted to leave this earth. I had to bless God as the enemy kept recounting all the things that I had not accomplished. I had to interrupt the enemy's parade of problems and start a praise marathon. I had to raise my hands with tears falling down my face and will myself to bless the Lord. And for those of you that are in your meantime, in between time, and you are heartbroken but still full of faith, I want you to come down here right quickly. Run, 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 run. Run, 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 run. Mature saints, strong Christian, believer. And when you come down here, don't wait for me to lead you. Go into your praise. Your praise is your weapon. Your praise is your therapy. Your praise is proof that you believe. Start to praise God even if you don't feel anything. Praise is not based on what you feel. Praise is based on who God is. 
Go to praising him like everything's okay. Praise him like you've got faith in God. Praise him like you believe. Praise him like you know he's going to come through. Somebody lift up your voice and give God a great shout of praise.
we will praise God no matter what situation we're in. Our praise is not a fair weather praise. Our praise can endure any storm because we can see our God through the storm. We can see our God through the struggle. We can see Jesus walking on the water. Now you're going to turn around and go back to your seat, but you're going back a different way. Did you hear what I said? You're going back believing that your child will be born again and saved. You're going back believing that every curse is destroyed and broken. You're going back with a joy in your heart. Go back praising God loud. Let the people catch on fire as you pass by them. Somebody give God praise. to be part of what God is doing here at Calvary, you can give online at calvaryfl.com or you can use our app. We hope this message encouraged you to experience the Spirit, embrace the lost, and live the life. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you soon.